Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first full-length episode of the podcast. How are you all doing tonight? You know, I feel like a like a game show host or something. My little trailer for the podcast was a success. There were more than two people interested, so hey, that's enough for me. I am feeling quite a bit of pressure for this episode because in a way it is kind of make or break for my audience, my viewers, my listeners. Basically, if I am boring and you don't wanna come party with me, then you're probably not gonna come back, and I get that. So I really gotta hope I don't disappoint. <laughs> I'm sort of editing this as I go, and I did just realize that transition was a little choppy. I had a lot of ahs and ums that I was trying to edit out, so I'm still getting used to this software, so please bear with me. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the good stuff. You're probably wondering why you're here. And, you know, in most ways, so am I. This podcast is really just kind of more of a creative outlet for me to do what I love best. And if you know me well at all, you know that that is being a woman of the people. I really value the relationships I have and I am that ride or die type person. Over the years, I've had several underclassmen and just kind of random people I haven't thought much about message me and just say like, hey, I know this is weird, just wanted to reach out, but like I've always looked up to you and you're a really big role model to me. And I really wanna just give those people a reason to look up to me that's aside from the curated content I give them on Instagram. So I'm hoping this podcast will bring a little bit more reality and honest content about the ups and downs of what I have been through and my life. And I'm hoping to become more of a real person than what you see on the internet. Now that we've kind of got a sense of what this podcast is and where we're headed, I need to address something. And that is, I do absolutely love the direction that Alex Cooper has driven her podcast in as of recent not single father era we're writing the script we're in unknown territory i feel like honestly i listened to the miley cyrus episode during a pivotal point where i had had a mature conversation and ended a very toxic roommate situation and almost immediately afterwards that miley episode went live and like you guys got to go listen to it like there's a little promo for her i just need to come clean about something really quick so during this confrontation slash mature conversation i had with my old roommate um i i went with my friend erin she was literally my rock shout out Love you, Erin. I could honestly probably insert the audio recordings into this podcast because I just, I can't make it up. But she went with me to confront our old roommate just kind of about the situation. And she, we had a mature conversation about it, but I honestly think I'm just going to insert the audio here so you guys can get a sense of where we're at. 
Okay, guys, I'm like actually shaking. I'm holding mail in my hand. Her car is here. We don't know where she is hiding at Foster's Market, but it's closed. And so we're about to have an intervention. I just sent in my match day plan and I almost forgot. But Maggie Sowa, shout out, love you, girl, saved my life. And now I'm getting my top match. So anyways, I have her mail. I'm handing it to her and here we go. Out of respect for this person, I will not be using any audio clips of her voice or sharing anything from her perspective because I do not know it. I am here to share my perspective on my life and my situation and the things that I have personally gone through. So I wouldn't like normally do like confrontational stuff, you know, but like since you do genuinely seem like concerned, that's why I'm here. Yeah, it's sweet. I thought it'd be a good idea to just like, and I want you to hear it from me. I need to insert here that due to the fact that I had blocked my old roommate, she thought she was just going to pick up her mail that had gone to our apartment from Erin, and then I surprised her. Yeah, really talk about like how we felt like throughout the whole term. Yeah, semester, like, if that's okay. like I'm yeah. here to like calmly okay. just, I'm not going to yell at you. Like I'm just trying to talk. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, why don't you Okay. Start um, so, uh, we're gonna go back to his birthday. <laughs> yeah, okay, so like that day we were like getting ready and then you and like told me I couldn't hang out with you and that kind of hurt, but I was like, okay. Because had like something to talk to you about that she didn't feel comfortable talking to me. I respect it, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You can be friends on your own, like that's fine. And then you like just excluded me forever after that and I don't know what happened. And like, I need, like, I need it from you. Like what happened? Because I'm just, let me just talk, okay? So like, then I was excluded like forever. And, and then like, I go into like a four month depression and you don't even know what you've done wrong. And so like, I'm just here to explain it to you. Like, I'm not okay. Like there was a time in February when I was crying to my parents in a pizza restaurant for an hour saying like, I can't be, like, I can't be paying this much tuition money to be treated this way. I'm dropping out, I'm moving home. And they had to convince me for an hour to stay here. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> so things didn't get better until, until like I got out of that situation and I went to quarantine. And like, now I'm okay. I'm not even mad at you. I am a better person because of that experience. So like, thanks, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Insert deflecting onto other people. Yeah. No, no it's actually closed. It's actually closed. We're just talk we came to talk. Yeah. Now I could expose the remaining twenty-five minutes of this voice memo, but you know, I don't think that's in the true nature of this podcast. This podcast is about positivity, you know, a judgment-free zone a safe place to come to talk about whatever it is you need to talk about. And I think I've done enough damage to where I think that any further playing of this memo would just be cruel. <laughs> this occurrence and the audio recording of it was legitimately the craziest thing me and my friend Aaron had ever done. We had it planned for about a week. We hyped ourselves up beforehand. We went into this together and we came out of it together. Whew! Now that we got that out of the way, what do you guys want me to talk about next? Oh wait, no one's gonna respond. I'm just talking to my wall.
I was actually talking about this podcast to my clinical instructor today because I was so excited. Everybody thought I was going to the theme park to go ride the roller coasters on Sunday and I just kept inviting my coworkers and they were all just like, nah fam, like I'm busy. And like, I didn't want to ride the roller coasters alone necessarily. Like I probably would have, but I just wasn't feeling it. So in the meantime, I decided to start a podcast and this is like news, right? So I'm telling all the volunteers, I'm telling the aides, I'm telling like all the PTs, I'm telling Sharice at the front desk, shout out. I know Sharice is listening to this on her drive to work. So hope you're not sitting in traffic. So I was talking to my clinical instructor and to all the people I was like telling about this podcast, they were like, so what's it about? Like, what is this podcast? And so I showed it to them on Spotify, of course. My first follower is our new coworker. It was her first day today, Molly from Seattle. Oh my gosh, I really need to get to my point. Okay, so my point is actually related to this. So I was talking to my CI about this podcast and I was like, I'm living alone. I have Lola, I have the dog to talk to, but like, I need to talk. And there's no one to talk to when you live alone. And I was kind of just reflecting internally. And I was like, I really probably get that from my mom. Like she cannot sit, like she can sit still for sure. Like she can sit on the couch and watch her Real Housewives of whatever all day long. But she has to be talking to someone. Like she'll go stir crazy if she's home alone for like four days straight. And so like I said, kind of more in the beginning of this episode is... This podcast is really just kind of a creative outlet for me because I need to be able to talk to something. (laughs) If it's just me looking at the little, whatever you call these little things when the audio goes up and down as you talk, if I'm just looking at the stream of that while I watch the kilobytes go up and down, I feel a little more fulfilled than, you know, just sitting here with Lola. So, you know, I think this will be good for me, even if no one listens. So I have one other topic that I want to address in this episode so that I can really truly in the sense of the trailer start fresh and open a new chapter of my life and leave the old one behind. And that is the topic of almost my entire class cohort because they are all a bunch of bystanders and only my friends Chloe and Aaron stepped in and actually tried to be my friend when no one else was. From literally about November of our very first semester all the way until we got shipped off to quarantine in March, I was kind of on a downward spiral. Like I was losing weight. I wasn't hanging out with any of my friends anymore. I would sit alone at lunch all the time. Like nobody would come up and sit with me. genuinely felt like middle school in our building. To me at least, in the sense that the anxiety I felt around lunchtime and having a break of a lecture to socialize was almost debilitating. But they all saw me. When I came to PT school, I was life of the party. I was going out to shooters. I had a fantastic time at camp out. I was great. And then during breaks at lunchtime, I would be alone. I would get anxious looking at people. Nobody would talk to me. And quite frankly, I didn't want to talk to them because I was so anxious. Like I didn't know what to say if someone was like, how are you doing? Because I might burst into tears and that's not normal. 
and this extreme social anxiety, that's not me. That's not who I am. That's never been me. And like I said, nobody seemed to notice. Nobody seemed to care. I felt invisible. Have you ever felt invisible in a building of 200 people who all pride themselves on how empathetic, how compassionate, how amazing they are? It's awful to have these people be the ones that just don't see you and don't care. It blows my mind. But you know what? I got through that on my own. I made it out, I went to quarantine, and I had a great time in quarantine. And I lived my best life. And I came back to that school really happy. I was so happy. I couldn't believe that I had finally gotten rid of those feelings and how anxious I was and how depressed I was just being away from those people. And so then they all decided that my behavior when I got back from quarantine around like early July was crazy. It was abnormal. I was acting out because I volunteered in class once and I told a true story to, I, I volunteered to interview with one of our professors and I told him a 100% true story that was going on in my life at that time and nobody remembered what I looked like when I was happy. Nobody remembered that I had a voice, that I wanted to say things in class. I was happy. I wanted to participate. And what did they all do? I'm not saying this is everyone in our program, like I know all the dads don't care, but what did many people do? They sent me into our faculty. They sent emails to our professors. I got an email from my faculty advisor saying, hey, Kennedy, I've gotten a lot of emails from people that are concerned about your behavior right now. I'm not concerned about any professional breaches or that you've done anything unprofessional. I just wanna make sure you're okay. Do you think we could talk sometime? and gives me her phone number. And this right here, this is what makes me the most mad. I can even feel myself fuming at this. Not one of those people. I do have to recall that I do remember two people who did reach out to me directly, but who also reached out to Dr. afterwards when they didn't like my response of, no, I'm okay, thanks. So like I said, not one of them messaged me directly. They all went to either my friend Erin or my friend Chloe or my advisor. I'm sorry, I am heated. I need to take a break. <laughs> so now that I'm happy that I've gotten over my depression without any of y'all's help, aside from those I've already mentioned, now is when you decide that I should probably get some help? In what world does that make sense? You didn't think I needed help when I was physically, mentally, emotionally alone? And none of you have the balls to even ask me how I'm doing to my face? You're gonna go to your email. You're gonna go email our professors. What's the subject line? Like, concerned about Kennedy? I'm not even friends with any of you guys. I have two friends who were texting me personally during this situation. Anyone who sent an email to any professor, I am sorry, but <laughs> I would say you're not my friend, but like, I try to be friends with everyone, but like, what the f Like you guys, I even had one person who I thought 
was my good friend at the time, text Aaron and ask her for my mom's phone number so that he could text her and let her know that I was acting out. Like, what am I, a child? I'm in a doctorate level graduate program. We're adults. Can you grow up? Because I, I'm sorry, but I don't call people's moms when they act out. I have a conversation with them face to face. And what none of these people realized at the time was that I was just being myself. I was going to Top Golf with Chloe and Aaron and having a good time. I was happy, I was energetic, I was fun. And I think it scared everyone because from November to March up until quarantine, I had genuinely never said a word to any of them. Even if for some reason Chloe let me sit with her and her friends. I know for a fact that I didn't try to initiate any conversations with them and they didn't initiate any with me, but I was just happy to be not alone, to be honest. They thought that me being happy and being myself was acting out of character and that I need to go seek help for who I was as a person. And that's how I took that message at the time. And this winter and spring, I had to go to therapy for that. I went to therapy and I had to figure it out and I had to talk about it and I had to bring it up and I had to work through it and I had to cry about it. I had to get over it. But now that I'm over it, all I wanna do is use my voice because it's been stifled for so long. Being in this program, honestly, over the past two years has not been fun. I don't look back on my experiences there fondly. There are many people who basically worship the ground that our program's building is positioned on, and that's great. I'm really happy that most people love this program in certain ways, but I have, <laughs> trust me, I have heard plenty of stories from people that feel quite differently, but that's that's never gonna be me. And it's kind of sad to say, but honestly, just give me that degree. Give me that expensive, shiny piece of paper and let me go get a freaking job and start paying for this experience. <laughs> no, but I mean, in all honesty, like I'm kind of at a point in my life where, you know how they say you never remember people from high school, all that kind of stuff, like, People from grad school, I don't really care what you think about me anymore. You're all kind of just a distant memory in my past at this point. Now I do need to add that I do have an underground close friends Instagram, that I have added some real ones from this program. They are not all fake crazy people. Y'all know who is on the list and if you're on it, you're a real one, love you. So I think it's time to wrap it back up, bring ourselves back to center. Thank you all for letting me get that out. If you weren't interested, I'm sorry. If you were interested, reach out to me directly this time. No need to email your professor to say, wow, Kennedy's making a podcast and it's so great. You can just tell me. So as I was talking about my vision for this podcast with some of my coworkers, I kind of realized that I want this to be kind of set up in a way that I have a guest, I tell a bunch of funny stories. I don't want everything to be this dark, woe is me, like, oh my gosh, I have been through so much. That's not what this is for either. Like, it's an open place to where if you want to come on as a guest and 
you want to bring awareness to a certain topic that you feel is important, go ahead and say it here. I, I, I have a follower, Molly from Seattle, will maybe hear you. I don't know. But like I said, so as I was kind of drafting the vision for this podcast, it's all happened very quickly in the last like 24 to 30 hours really at this point. I just want it to be a bunch of funny, lighthearted stories. And then at the end, we can hit some deeper topics if we want to. Not necessary for every episode. Sometimes we can just tell a bunch of funny like travel stories. Like I just want to tell some fun stories and I want to have a good time. I don't want to be crying in my kitchen into my laptop alone. Like that's not what I want to be doing here. I want to basically be having a conversation. I really am talking to the abyss, you know, like I kind of feel for the Zoom professors in this era. Am I right? Anyone listening? Maddie? Maddie Michelson? Yeah, I feel for you, girl. But even if it's just an episode of funny stories and our life lesson we learned was that we should live in the moment and, you know, have a good time or something like that. I want at the end of each episode, we have a little like moral or like life lesson or like, so we heard all this content today. What did we learn? How are we going to become a better person because of what we heard today? So I think the moral of the story from episode one is your actions have consequences and sometimes inaction causes the greatest damage. If you have a problem with someone or you want to know how they are doing, and not just the surface level, I'm good, how are you? You can ask someone. No, how are you doing? Really? No, please tell me about why you're alone all the time. Please tell me about this change in behavior that I've seen in you and why is it happening and what are you feeling right now? Honestly, the biggest lesson I've learned is that no matter how old you are, sometimes you just gotta face the music and grow up. And you know, I am not in any way, shape or form the same person that I came to this school as in 2019. I feel mentally, emotionally, not necessarily physically, but I, I feel like a new person right now. And getting this first episode out is really helping me process these emotions and be able to kind of just package them all up into one little box and be able to send it and honestly just kind of throw it away and not think about it anymore. What I do have to thank from this program and all its people and all its experiences that it has given me is I need to thank it for making me the strongest version of myself. I have never been this vulnerable or shared this much information really about myself with anyone in my life the way that I am now. And I know that I would not have gotten to where I am right now without going through all of these things that I laid out here today. And so like any good story, we have to start with an introduction. We gotta know where we started so that we can know where we're going and we can really appreciate when I become podcast famous and I've got millions of viewers begging for my content. We'll look back on this episode and we'll probably laugh at how worked up I got sometimes over situations 
and people that never really mattered in the first place. So with me posting this podcast, I am closing the book. It's it's hardcover. It's heavier than your MSK textbook. It hurts when you drop it. Like, it's painful. And sometimes you just want to throw it out in the trash when you're done with that class. When you're done going through it, you just want to toss it. And this is me tossing it. And now I feel like we can truly start our first episode of the podcast next week after having this little introduction and knowing where what our situation is, knowing where we're starting from so that we can have a better vision and mission and goals going forward and knowing that we don't want to repeat those old behaviors, those old feelings. We don't want to feel that way anymore and we don't want to treat people that way anymore. So that is all for this week's episode, everyone. I hope y'all liked the pod. I hope I didn't scare anyone away. If I've got that one follower, I'ma keep pushing the content just for her. You know that, I think it's a TikTok or a Vine or something where someone's on a balcony and then they pan out and it's just those three guys like waving their hands like in a crowd that's like just them and you would think it's like thousands of people. Yeah, that's like my fans right now. There's like two or three of you guys that are just like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yelling from the rooftops, you know, like someone hear me. (laughs) I have been dreaming of this moment for a very long time and I'll see you next Monday.